Good morning and welcome to First Thing, the weekday top story podcast from Rosebud Media and the Mail Tribune. I'm your host, Ryan File. You can listen to past episodes and other podcasts done by my colleagues at mailtribune.com slash podcasts, or on your mobile device using the Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and SoundCloud apps. So if you have a few minutes this morning, here are the top stories for Wednesday, July 25th, 2018. First up. Though fire officials said they've turned a corner on the Hendricks fire burning in the Applegate, it and other wildfires raging in every direction are expected to blanket the valley in smoke until at least next week. Northerly winds are carrying out old wildfire smoke afternoons and evenings, then bringing new wildfire smoke up the mountain slopes and over terrain during the day, National Weather Service meteorologist Brett Lutz said. When visibility goes up, that means there's less particulate matter in the air. Each night it gets kind of stuck in the terrain, Lutz said. Air quality readings in Medford, Ashland, and Provolt showed very unhealthy levels late Tuesday evening, with unhealthy levels in Shady Cove and Klamath Falls. Early next week, shifting winds could possibly improve air quality to moderate levels, according to Lutz. Meteorologist Brent Walker, a smoke forecaster working the Hendricks fire, said at a public meeting at Ashland Middle School that a change in wind patterns predicted for the first week of August could provide relief, but could also activate more fires. Jackson County's public health director, Dr. Jim Shames, advised people to limit their exposure to the microscopic PM2.5 particles in smoke by wearing only N95 certified masks and limiting exposure outdoors. They go down into the smallest airways, Shames said of the particles. You really need to be careful. Next up. Kitchen and shower water from the nearby Hendricks Fire Camp mistakenly was pumped into the Cantrell Buckley Park's drinking water supply, tainting the water with bacteria and possibly sickening some campers and others who drank it. A park volunteer host accidentally directed the driver of a tanker with 1,000 gallons of the fire camp's gray water to the park's 10,000-gallon potable water tank for dumping on the evening of July 18th, according to the Jackson County Parks Department. The water was supposed to be dumped into a nearby pipe that flows into an artificial wetland used to filter gray water at the park, County Parks Manager Steve Lambert said. The mistake went unnoticed until Monday morning, when a park ranger chatting with the tanker driver learned of where he had dumped the water, Lambert said. Park officials immediately closed access to the water and notified state and county health officials, Lambert said. Tests of the water Monday showed the presence of E. coli and coliform bacteria, said Chad Peterson, the environmental health director for the Jackson County Health and Human Services Department. The park's water system was flushed and work was underway Tuesday to clean and disinfect the system, and crews hoped to be finished by Thursday, Lambert said. And last up. Public health officials are warning residents to take precautions after a rabid bat was found in Eagle Point. Jackson Bowers of Jackson County Public Health said on the afternoon of July 13th, a bat flew into a person, touching his or her skin, then apparently flopped around on the ground. The adult, whom Bowers did not identify because of privacy concerns, captured the bat and took it to the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife, who euthanized it and called public health officials. The bat was sent to Oregon State University, where it tested positive for rabies. The Eagle Point adult was advised to begin treatments as a precaution. It wasn't known whether the adults suffered a bite or a scratch, but it, quote, doesn't take much to transmit rabies, Bowers said. Do not approach bats, wildlife, or other mammals seen exhibiting odd behavior, public health officials advise. Instead, take children and pets indoors and call ODFW at 866-968-2600. 
Take extreme precautions before attempting to safely capture a bat for rabies testing, health officials say. If it is necessary to pick up a bat, wear heavy gloves, use a shovel, or both. Efforts should be made to collect the bat without destroying the head. The brain must be examined in a test for rabies, and the bat should be kept in a cool place. If skin contact has been made with a rabid animal, immediately seek medical attention and report the incident to Jackson County at 541-774-8045. And that's it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of all of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.